0: Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Ben with Black Wolf CrossFit, and I am sitting here with Crystal, and today we're going to talk about the monthly theme, okay? So we're going into the month of July. We're actually already, this would be July 5th. Yes, 4th of July yesterday. Nailed that. Uh, so we're a couple days in, and you see the themes here at Black Wolf, mostly on the freestyle side of the gym, and that is also where you find the amazing Crystal. However, Uh, We are going to be implementing this gym-wide because these these themes are so impactful, and it's certainly something that all of us, team and athletes, and athletes, friends and family included, uh, could all stand to benefit from. So, uh, Crystal, I wanted to talk to you first uh, about where did this idea of themes, I loved it as soon as you introduced it to me, but I know it came from uh, both a program and then the templates themselves. How did this come about? How were you first introduced this idea? And then why did you take to it uh i don't know so passionately
1: yes hey and thanks for bringing me on the podcast today i'm excited to be with all of you guys so themes generally when people walk into a gym or when people walk here into black wolf they're wanting some sort of change in health Um, they're wanting to either improve their health um be in community something along those lines but as most of us know health is not just um working our physical body but working the whole body, mind, body, and spirit. Um, so with themes, we, the organization that um, I work with called total fit, we, um, came up with this model of fitness, um, that is incorporating the mind, body, and spirit in every, exercise class, every workout class, um, every wad, So that you're not isolating all of the different pieces of your body, going to the gym to work your body, going to therapist to work your mind, going to yoga or faith practice or whatever to work your spirit, but bringing them all together um, into your hour class. And so a theme provides a space to bring in um, mental or spiritual engagement into your actual physical workout session.
0: And that's really interesting because basically, and when you would first introduce this idea to me, I've immediately fell in love with it because what you're talking about, this is something, all the themes that uh, at least so far that we've discussed implementing are things that in best case scenario, a coach, a leader would touch on with the people they lead, the people they help. But without structure, without having the, the it being intentionally laid out, you may or may not be able to take advantage of that, and we know that uh, in the gym and in life, as with all things, we get busy. We things be we often accept the less ideal path. So where we may have touched on what would be considered a theme, maybe uh, we didn't have to today. We're a little crowded. We're a little bit uh, you know things are too packed in the hour. I don't have time. I got to move forward, and this demands or requires the coach, requires the team to make the time for it so that we can guarantee the experience of our athletes and guarantee the opportunity, okay, uh, guarantee the opportunity for the athletes to be introduced to these ideas and concepts that we ourselves uh, find incredibly valuable and incredibly impactful. So I really like that part of it. And y'all have been doing this, we did this last month, and it was kind of a a, a trial month. But from your perspective, were you uh, pleased with how you saw the format implemented and, and are you, is the future promising for what we've been doing so far?
1: Yes. And yes. Um, but you're exactly right. This does create, um, not only a safe place for athletes to have conversations about these things and conversations about these topics, but also creates, like you said, accountability, um, for the coaches to be intentional with bringing these conversations in and these pieces in when it's easy to just brush it on by. Um, even when it's written on the board, it's easy as a coach to just kind of leave it off or slip, skip to the next slide or whatever. But it does provide that accountability. Um, I think it it went well. I think that it's a shift um, for a lot of people um, and maybe feels a little bit uncomfortable, or a little bit awkward to stand and you're ready to do your air squats. And then I'm talking about living your best life or mindfulness or asking you what stressed you out today. Um, It's a little bit uncomfortable and I could see that a bit with some people uh, out of their comfort zone. And even as a coach, it feels a bit uncomfortable at times when I know that it's out of somebody's comfort zone and I'm putting them in that space. Um, But knowing how important it is um, helps with that. But yeah, I think super promising. people stuck around yeah absolutely (laughs) they didn't run away look
0: we we did implement this after the program itself had been established and so bringing on kind of a new overlay or structure to an existing program there's always going to be a little bit of a I don't know bumps in the road but I would say that like with that being said I think that the response was whole, uh, was largely uh, great. I think that most people were happy to be having these intentional conversations, and as you said, like they didn't have to answer. You know, if they're uncomfortable with the question, there's, the coach isn't waiting for it. This is just creating opportunity because, as coaches, it's no different than teaching the air squat. It's not about that athlete getting it right that day. It's about laying the foundation for them to get it right eventually. And yes, we there are times where we can accept. Uh, them not getting it right that day. And there are other times where that athlete absolutely should be able to squat well that day. And so we can get in the weeds there. But it's about making the impact down the road and not necessarily crushing it in that moment. So when you have someone that has a little bit of hesitation, that's still not a red flag to me. That's normal. That's completely normal because in what we do, we ought to be having these conversations uh, more and more anyways. And I love that, that now we have a reason to, and it, it does make it easier on the coach. Um, it makes it easier on the coach, especially a coach that maybe uh, isn't a part of the design team for this part of the program where they're implementing something that they didn't themselves come up with. Well, it is kind of nice to be able to fall back on. This is what we do. This is how we operate. And so even if you're uncomfortable answering and maybe I'm uncomfortable asking, I know I have to, so I'm going to make the best of this. And what I love about this month's theme is that uh, it has to do with this intentional, uh, these intentional actions that we're taking. So without further ado, the suspense is killing the audience. Dun, dun, dun. Crystal, what is the theme for the month of July?
1: The month of July, our theme is mindfulness.
0: Quite the trendy topic, by the way. Quite the
1: trendy topic. Hashtag a mindfulness. But,
0: but the reason that we love this and I feel like my computer really wants me to know about some unnecessary emails. I apologize for that. Um, and I say trendy topic on purpose because when you and I first sat down and discuss this stuff, we talked about how a lot of these, the terms, because we talked about like the kind of holistic approach to things, but like holistic now is becoming a term that's overused. Wellness is lost. You cannot say wellness now without it being interpreted six different ways. And so these terms, it's not that they're dangerous, but they all conjure different ideas in people's heads. And we had talked before this show or before this recording about mindfulness uh, as meditation or is only meditation in a lot of people's minds so what we want to do here um, what is mindfulness so we can start to unpack that so now our audience isn't worried. That they're going to come in. You're going to make them meditate for 20 minutes, which they've never done, or they tried. and It was awful. It's a terrible. Have you ever been quiet for 20 minutes by yourself? It's crazy. Um, the thoughts inside my head are too loud. So, um, so that they're not in fear of now being forced to meditate, which you can't be forced to meditate. That would not work. That'd be anti-meditation. Uh, what, what is mindfulness? What is it that we will be conveying over this next month?
1: Yeah. Don't worry. You guys We will not be meditating. Uh, Maybe briefly. No, just kidding. We're not be meditating in class. Meditating in class, but mindfulness um, is literally just awareness. Um, so, and some people even say, and I love the term for this. It's um, non-judgmental awareness of the present moment. And so, it's literally just being able to kind of be in the moment and just be aware of your surroundings or even what's going on inside of your own head or your own body. Um, and so it's just being aware
0: the, the concept of being present is something that has benefited me tremendously as I've, you know, started therapy three years ago and worked on things and, and, um, mindfulness kind of, uh, kind of being off a little bit of a tangent, but still very much connected to that. Um. I looked up a definition, mindfulness defined by Tim Ferriss himself, the man, the myth, the legend. Mindfulness is a present state awareness that helps you to be non-reactive. And I, for me, and again, as we'll discuss in another podcast recording today, my experiences are my own and I cannot speak for you. But for me, when I look at mindfulness, what it helps me understand is when I'm in a reactive state versus versus, um, a present state. And I know the opposite of reactive, I think it's technically proactive, but I think a a present state is proactive. If I'm just staying here in this moment, um, then I'm already in a better place. The increasing awareness of my reactive state, which is basically me having to analyze everything that's happened in the past and possibly going to be in the future. Um, They say, what, the the thoughts in the past has depression, the thoughts in the future, that's anxiety. Well, I am depression and anxiety all wound up in one. Mindfulness is what centers me and brings me out of both the future and the past and puts me in today So uh, I love I love that. This is what's come up for July And I'm very very excited because this month we will be rolling this out To some degree on the CrossFit mats as well as of course on the freestyle mats. So Now that we've covered what mindfulness is, we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the, you know, subtopics for the rest of the month. We're not going to talk about them all because, of course, we want things to be new and exciting. But Crystal had jotted down a few notes on what you can expect this month.
1: Yeah, great. Um, And this, what you just said, reminded me, too, of a piece of mindfulness is being able to self-regulate. And this is a very important thing in not just in your workouts, but in your life, just to be able to self-regulate and to bring yourself back to that center place, um, of mindfulness and being in the moment. Well, I
0: tell you what, when my life is the most chaotic, nine times out of 10, it's not actually anything outside of myself. Nine times out of 10, it is me just not being able to celebrate. I cannot bring myself out of the noise and the ones, the exhibits yesterday was a good example of that. It happens to me quite often where i'll be so worried about something that's coming up so worried about an activity or a meeting or work or something that then once that job or whatever that moment is over it's as if the world like i had forgot that i was going to live past that moment and now it's over i'm like oh there's more of a day oh my life continues beyond this point but i was so caught up in the noise of what was going on that i i I feel ridiculous. And I feel relieved because I'm like, oh, the stress is over. But then I realize how much of that ex- that stress was just me stirring the pot of anxiety, stirring the pot of worry, and just staying inside of my own head instead of being in that present moment. And that also prevents me from enjoying the present moment, no matter how hard the challenge is, gaining or learning from the present moment, because I'm so wrapped up in my anxiety. I cannot take anything from our experience. If right now I am anxious about this conversation, I will not absorb what you're saying as much as I could, rather than just being here just being here and taking what you're giving me so sorry for interrupting but that that yes the noise inside of my head again experience of my own but it does seem that if we can practice mindfulness and what you're about to say use these tools it really just serves to get us out of our own head
1: exactly and like you said brings to that present moment which I practiced it in a 5k yesterday that I ran I hadn't run a 5k in like four years and so I'm running along it's like mile two and my brain takes over of thoughts of, oh my gosh, what if I can't make it to mile three? What if I'm going too fast? What if I need to slow down? What if I did And I just stopped and like, no, I need to be aware of the present moment. Right now my breathing's fine. My heart rate's fine. I feel fine. Everything's great. I can keep going. And I just brought myself into the awareness of looking around at the runners and the people around me and my, my circumstance and made it through. But as soon as I started to think forward in the future or the past, if things had happened in the past, then my heart rate increases. Um, and then I actually do get more tired and more fatigued, um, and then have to slow down or stop. So, yeah. So subtopics, um, we're going to look this month a little bit of how, um, mindfulness can reduce anxiety, um, improve our focus and how it actually literally changes our brain. Um, So those are just some of the smaller subtopics we'll look at. And then we're going to throw in, sprinkle in a few challenges um, throughout the month to help you guys implement this and learn how to bring this and simulate this into your lives. Um, Obviously, these are, these are things that you'll just take and do um, throughout your day or throughout the week. It's, your choice as well. So this week I challenged all of our freestyle athletes to spend 30 seconds at a mealtime. Just pick one meal during this week. Spend 30 seconds um, being mindful of everything on your plate, everything going on around you. What does the food taste like, smell like, feel like? How does it feel in your stomach? Like just being present in that moment of the act of eating um, because at the mealtime you have It's like a sensory experience. You have taste, smell, sight, feel, all of the different senses engaged. But in our culture, generally, in the Western culture today, we just kind of breeze through times like that. And we don't actually stop and think about, what is the smell of this? What does this look like? What are these colors? What are these feels? What are these tastes? And so um, I challenge everyone just to spend 30 seconds at a mealtime being completely present and aware of what's going on in that 30 seconds. Yeah, I think
0: that's a great place to wrap up. The quote I found was that mindfulness helps you to complain less, appreciate more, react less, and do more of the important stuff. And I think that that's a great summation. All right, so we look forward to a great month of July. We will be back at the beginning of August to announce the theme uh, for August, something to look forward to. Get in here, whether it's the freestyle program, 5.45 p.m., 6.45 p.m., or CrossFit, which meets pretty much all day. Uh, get into Black Wolf and see it for yourself. You can meet Crystal on those freestyle mats, myself Ben Jose. I will be around all of the time. Uh but that is all for now. Thanks for joining us and we will see you next month. Bye bye.